Hello, America, and welcome to the program. We have a lot to report today. One of the great stories uh, of the day is coming from, again, people who are pushing back. The people in Portland, five separate counties, uh, had a, an election last night or a vote last night. Five counties voted to secede from Oregon. They're all from eastern Oregon, east of the Cascade Mountains. They all say, we don't relate to those people in Portland. We want to join Idaho. I think they should be allowed to do it. As a part-time Idaho resident, I welcome anyone with common sense. And uh, and especially if you have pitchforks as well. As well. Uh, we'll get into that here and so much more in 60 seconds. program so here we are uh, lawn mowing uh, lawn mowing season there is a great way to cut your lawn mowing in half the time if you have three acres or more uh, you are going to you're going to be able to cut your time in half just by getting a hustler turf mower they have a 104 inch deck which is made for you know industrial use but it'll cut a a, a football field in 10 minutes that's insanity 10 minutes these are the people who invented the zero turn uh, lawnmower they're the ones who perfected it they've been working on it since the 1960s still a family-owned and operated uh, organization and there's a hustler turf dealer near you also because it is memorial day weekend they're giving back from today until the end of the month they are donating money for every lawnmower sold to Folds of Honor. If you don't know what that is, it's a nonprofit organization. It provides a, um, educational scholarships for any family uh, member of a military man or woman who was, was killed or has been disabled while on active uh, duty. It's a great, great thing. So if you're in the market for a lawnmower, you want to buy it before the end of the month and uh, have some of the... Uh, Proceeds of that from Hustler given uh, to Folds of Honor. Okay, you can find your Hustler dealer near you, HustlerTurf.com. Before you buy a lawnmower, you've got to test drive one of these. HustlerTurf.com. Find your Hustler dealer near you now. HustlerTurf.com. I want to start in Israel this hour. I want to. I want to show you a couple of things now. Israel is called monstrous because they are uh, blowing up buildings and killing people. Okay. Israel says, well, we call them. We give them an hour to get out of the building. We alert. Okay. The same thing that the United States did. We dropped 70 million notices all over the major cities in Japan and, and named I think 10 cities where we might drop the world's most powerful bomb. We said we had it. Uh, they knew what those air raids had done over in Europe. Uh, and we said we have one bomb that will do more damage than all of the fire bombings that were done in, uh, in Germany. So please get out of these cities. We sent 70 million notes. Please. It's coming. It's coming to one of these, I think, 10 or seven cities. 
and there will be a shortage of food, of water. Get your families out. We are not trying to destroy you, but these cities are part of your military industrial complex, and we will destroy them. Please surrender. And if your government doesn't surrender, this is what's going to happen. Get out of those cities. Nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever does that. Me, except for Israel. What did, did you hear the Ayatollah in Iran say? Uh, oh, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna bomb. Oh, by the way, we're sending in uh, we're sending in uh, terrorists. No, they don't do that. Nobody does that. Israel is being blamed and called a monster. They just released uh, a uh, an audio clip of them calling a building owner saying we're going to bomb your building you need to get everyone out this isn't the first call this is the second call i want you to listen and i'll translate for you that is the palestinian that is the israeli okay now i want to translate what they're saying the Palestinian says, I can't get all of the people out. I need at least two hours to get them out. The Israeli says, listen, we are going to bomb the building. You want to bomb? Bomb whatever you want. No, brother. We need to do everything we can so you and other people don't die. We want to die. But you have a responsibility for children's lives. If the children need to die, then they'll die. God forbid. God forbid. Why do you want to die? Now, tell me, tell me that Israel is the bad guy. If children need to die, then they'll die. Okay, where does that kind of philosophy come from? Hear me, America. We, I I told you probably 15 years ago, what is being done to us is exactly what has been done to the Palestinian people. The Palestinian people, and I I realized this on my first trip to Israel. I went to Israel, and I was in the old city, and it's it's all quartered. So there's a Palestinian section, there's a Jewish section. um, And when you're walking through it, because it's one small city, you're walking through it, and it's like how in America you can go from the suburbs and it's nice and then it slowly starts to get more trash on the highway and it starts to get broken down. And then if you keep driving a while later, you're in the slums in Israel, in the old city of Jerusalem, because it's so small and and it's so old and a walled city, you take three steps literally and you're in the slum. And so it goes from beautiful, bright, clean, well-maintained. You walk through one archway and you're in a dirty, dingy, broken down part. And the first time I was in the that's the Palestinian section of of Jerusalem. And I'm walking through and it's dark and dingy and dirty and uncomfortable. And I take I walk through an archway, literally just an archway I walk through the archway and all of a sudden it's bright and clean and upscale stores. And it's like it's a different, entirely different place. And I stopped and I said to my guide, what just happened? How, 
where where are we why is this so different than what is six feet behind me and uh the guide said that is the this is the israeli section that's the palestinian section so i realized that in many cases being in the slums is a state of mind not in all cases but in the case of the palestinians for sure the Palestinians have been told, don't cooperate with the Israelis. Don't go to work for an Israeli. They're holding you back. They're keeping you down. Israel knows the whole world is against them. The whole world doesn't want to work with the Jews. The whole world has tried to kill them 19 times in holocausts. They know. They have just went, you know what? So then I have to count on myself. And they get the job done. And I realize it's very similar to what we have going on here in America. You have those people who are trying to keep people down by saying, you know, who's them over there. You've got you need me because those guys, oh, they'll kill you They're Those guys, they're trouble over there. They want your children to starve. They don't care about your children. They don't care about schools. They don't care about crime. In fact, the police are part of it. That's what happens in Israel. That's what's happening here. We are being balkanized. We are being split apart because of our politicians and because of our media. If we didn't have media, social media like we had right now, I contend none of this would be further. It would be moving, but we would be we would be a much different place and be in a much better place. It's just moving at hyper speed because it's everywhere now. If you think there's a problem with critical race theory, but you don't want to get involved, let me show you when politics takes over schools. This is what happens to your children. Here are two kids, Palestinian kids, and they want to recite a poem about the Jews. And here it is. I'll translate. Listen to them. Two little girls. Probably six years old. Okay, here's what they're saying. You can turn it down just a bit, let it run. I do not fear the rifle because your throngs are in delusion and ignorant herds. That sounds like a six-year-old. Jerusalem is my land. Jerusalem is my honor. Jerusalem is my days and my wildest dreams. Oh, you who murdered Allah's pious prophets. Oh, you who were brought up on spilling blood. You have been doomed to humiliation and hardships. Oh, sons of Zion on most evil uh, among creations. Oh, barbaric monkeys and wretched pigs. Jerusalem is not your den. Jerusalem opposes your throngs. Jerusalem vomits from within it your impurity because Jerusalem, your impure ones, is pious, immaculate. And Jerusalem, you who are filth, it's clean and pure. I do not fear barbarity as long as my heart is in my Koran and my city. As long as I have my arms and my stories, as long as I am free, I do not have to barter my cause. I will not fear your throngs. I will not fear the rifle. Where do you get that? You think mom and dad are at home teaching them? 
Um, I think maybe some places, some places, yeah, sure, some homes are doing that. But for the most part, that's what they get in schools. Their school books are all like this. Once you politicize your school, you get a little Hitler youth. Where do you think the Palestinians got these tactics? From Adolf Hitler. That's not hyperbole. That's fact. The Palestinians' grand mufti of the 1930s was all about Adolf Hitler because they could kill Jews. And that's what the Palestinian Authority wanted, to kill Jews. That's, what, that's why Hamas, it's in its charter, kill all the Jews. That's why the Grand Mufti had plans of building concentration camps and uh, furnaces, ovens, and gas chambers all over Palestinian land. That's what's coming. That's what's happening. That's what's now happening on our streets. Play the video, please. In, uh, in Hollywood, California, some people uh, who were Palestinian supporters, they drive by, they're, they're waving these big flags, and they're shouting at people on the street in this Jewish section of Hollywood. And uh, they get out of the car, and they come walking down the street, and they say, hey, any of you Jews? And Jewish people are not ones to sit down, at least now. Uh, and they said, yes, you have a problem with that? Oh, and the Palestinians did. And they beat one guy almost to death. Here's the video of it. This is happening in Hollywood, in California. I just spoke to Dave Rubin, what, three days ago. And Dave and I were having dinner, and he said, Glenn, I don't think they're, I don't think it's long before they're beating Jews in the streets in California. He said, as a Jewish person, I am very concerned. I said, you're right. He said, I think I need to get out. He just bought a new house there. I think I need to get out. Yes. Yes, stop denying the reality of what is really happening in our country. All right, it's a noble thing to be an agent of change. When, you know, when you stand up for the things that are true, when you stand up for the rights of others, especially those who can't help themselves or those who you disagree with, that's a noble thing. That's a noble thing. There are, no, there are no people going to be on the sidelines of this fight. You are either part of it or you're not. The left is forcing you to participate in this evil. You got to get away from it. Remember I said spit yourself out of the system about 10 years ago. People asked me, what do I do to prepare? I said spit yourself out of the system as much as you possibly can. Well, here's a way to do that. Patriot Mobile, they have all of the same cell towers that everybody else does. They have, I think they have the largest uh, coverage of any cell phone company in the country now. They have better customer service, people who work here in America that will actually answer the phones if you have any problem. You can help design your own um, uh, your own payment plan. They've got all kinds of payment plans, uh, something that will fit your budget. And switching is really easy. 
I want you to call PatriotMobile.com slash back. These people are not part of the problem. They're part of the solution. They are getting you away from these big mobile cell companies that are involved in all kinds of stuff that you would never be involved in. Visit PatriotMobile.com. I want you to do it right now. Switch 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. By the way, Memorial Day weekend, I would like to mention that patriots and first responders will save even more. But that's not just for Memorial Weekend. That's all the time. Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Make the switch now. 10 seconds. Station ID. Voters in, I think it's Malheur, uh, Sherman, Grant, Baker, and Lake Counties in Oregon last night approved measures that would require county officials to take the steps to promote moving the Idaho border west to incorporate that population. These are all people that are east of the Cascade Mountain Range. I know. I lived in Seattle. I grew up in the Seattle area. Uh, you go east and it's very conservative, or at least used to be. I'm not sure about eastern Washington now, but I think it is, except for probably Portland. Uh, I mean, uh, not Portland, uh, Spokane. Uh, but, but most, that's all farmland. It's all rural. And they, they at least didn't used to buy into the woke. Well, the same thing is in eastern Oregon, east of the Cascade Mountains. Apparently, Apparently, they have progressives only come from the east to that part. Uh, apparently, they never cross those those Cascade Mountains. I don't know why. Um, but uh, these these counties say we're not being represented. We're, we're farmers. We don't agree with what's going on in our state, and we want no part of it. And I think they have a right to do that. I think they have a right to secede. It has happened before. The last time it happened was during the Civil War. That's why we have West Virginia. West Virginia was part of Virginia. And they were like, no, we're not for the slavery thing and the Confederacy. We want no part of it. And so uh, they split Virginia in half and it became West Virginia. Well, you know, you could split the state in half and, I don't know, make, you know, uh, Eastern Oregon, let them have their own representation. Hmm. Get their own senator. Hmm. Or you could just let them fold into Idaho. And Idaho needs good, strong people. I welcome Anyone to Idaho, anyone to Texas that are good, strong constitutionalists, not crazies, good, strong constitutionalists who will stand, not looking for a fight, but will stand when the fight comes. Uh, I think you should be able to, to split. Stu, would you have a problem if, you know, if Austin, if it was right up against the border of, of New Mexico or Oklahoma, I mean, they wouldn't do it. They'd have to do it with New Mexico. If if Austin was right up against the border and they said, we want our own place, we want our own state, we want to be in New Mexico, I would gladly say, fine, here's the border around you. What would be the capital then? 
Well, we'd have to move the capital, mm. but I, I, fine, fine. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of Texans and a lot of Texans that have a lot of oil money that we'd be like, we'll build another capital. We need another governor's mansion. How big do you want? Oh, it? We'd have a new, I mean, we'd have a new Dubai somewhere in the middle of West Texas oh in a second. We would. Um, we would. I, you know, obviously, it would create all sorts of actual pragmatic hassles. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but we've done it. We've done yeah. it three times in the past. It's not Again, impossible. not since the not since the Civil War, but it, it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. It could be done. I, I mean, look, I don't know if we, we're, we're going to wind up redistricting and, and gerrymandering the states now, so we have only pure red states and pure blue I'm states. I'm telling you, you, you need to live. You got to get out of these cities. You got to get out of these but cities. That's what, that's what, that you have an opportunity to do what you're talking about. It's called moving. Yeah, but we don't if need to you're change a farmer and you time. have this, if you're a farmer, if you're a, a, a county where you're all in, in line with each other, but you're not with a state government, why can't you say, all of us, we want to move there? This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The American economy has, I mean, just had a beating since September 11th. I didn't think he could last this long. Well, now the Biden administration is at the helm. And uh, let's see if it can continue to take this beating. The dollar won't be able to. It, it's, I mean, its fate is sealed now. It's difficult to wrap your head around what is happening to us right now. It's harder to wrap it around on what we might do going forward. Spending money like there's no tomorrow is a very bad idea um, because there there may there may be no tomorrow. Buying hard assets is really good. Saving your money to buy hard assets is also very, very good. American financing can help you with a lower interest rate. They can take all of those credit cards and fold them into your mortgage. So if you're paying 12, 15, 18 percent now, wouldn't it be much better to put it even at a 4% interest rate? The money you will save month after month is staggering. Call AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440 now. Fight conservative censorship. Subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is Thursday, and as a public service, the Glenn Beck Program would like to offer this free advertisement to the Consumers Research Initiative to protect consumers from woke companies. Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola. Stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. Yeah, why is James Lindsay uh, uh, from uh, the CEO from Coca-Cola? Was it James Lindsay? That's a scientist that has nothing to do with Coca-Cola. Um, the uh, CEO of uh, Coca-Cola. That ad, um, I'm giving well, free airtime to well, them from for the consumersresearch.org. 
What? Uh, uh, just a suggestion. I don't know if you if you realize this, but in that ad, they actually say the name. If you didn't catch it, we can replay the ad so you can make sure. Yeah, you let's catch re- it this re- replay mm-hmm. or just replay just the last part where they ask. It's, no, no, actually, not... we could just play the whole thing, Glenn. Because oh, it's, really? It's, yeah, it's, uh, we, we have, have, have time? that technology. Okay. Yeah, we had that. Okay, technology go ahead and replay the whole thing. Yeah. Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking okay. Georgia's popular voting law. Why, why would they do that? From years of dismal sales, oh my terrible yeah. 2020 results, <gasps> reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola Whoa. products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So okay. the company tried funding phony science what? to minimize the harms. Oh, no. But they got busted. Oh. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, James, James, stop James, poisoning Matt. our children. Soon James Quincy is the name. Politicians. You know, you should you should go to consumersresearch.org and get that commercial and uh, spread it to all your friends and and make sure you uh, hashtag James Lindsay, uh, the CEO of Coca-Cola. No, that was not his name, uh, Glenn. Uh, I believe it was I believe it was Quinty. Uh, can we listen to that ad again? Oh, no. See if we can because I did not catch the name. That last time, <laughs> Coca-Cola is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular okay. voting law. Oh, yeah. Why? To distract from oh. years of dismal sales, oh, terrible no. 2020 results, okay. reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor. Now, don't miss China. the name this time. Coca-Cola products who are would poisoning that? America's youth and worsening Whoa. the obesity epidemic. What? So the Absolutely. company tried funding phony science to minimize what? the harms, <gasps> but they got busted. Oh. James Quincy. Thank God. Coca-Cola. Oh, we just... Stop poisoning our children. No, it was James Quincy. Not James. Boy, I had that all that I had that all wrong. Thank you, Stu, for forcing Quincy. me to go back and uh, and get James Quincy. James Quincy. Yeah, one of the things the we, we really try to do on this program is make sure we have our facts straight. So if we're not right. sure, and if even if it takes name. playing something like that three times, three times, and you know, normally you mm. wouldn't start a show and say, "Hey, we want to make sure we're playing something three times because it would be repetitive for the audience. It wouldn't yeah. necessarily make sense." But we wanted to make right. sure we got that name right. Yeah, in case we made James a mistake. Quincy, Quincy, James Quincy. Why are you poisoning America's children? <laughs> Why but are you covering with, these things up? With uh, your, good thing you got busted. Yeah. Uh, go to consumersresearch.org and look at their messages. They have one for Nike, one for Coca-Cola. And uh, what's the uh, third one? American Airlines. Uh, and you got to spread them. Go there right now and click on the woke companies and uh, spread the word on your podcast. If you have a podcast, you might want to play those commercials for free. But I want you to get the name right. If you get it wrong, just keep playing it until you get it right. Uh, all right. Let's uh, go to Brian uh, Lilly, uh, who is up in Canada. He is uh, kind of a he's I mean, he's really he's really a blaze kind of guy, but he's Canadian. So um, <laughs> uh, how you doing, Brian? Here's the Blue Jays fan. No? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank know, you. America's team, Brian. Playing in even America. The, even Canadians are not Blue Jays fans. <laughs> what? How dare well, you? Yeah, I don't know. They're doing yeah. pretty good against uh, the Red Sox right now. But yes. let's do fill you in on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the COVID-19 lockdowns. First of all, are you guys getting any vaccines up there? Uh, we are getting uh, increased doses. And that's leading to what you want the vaccines to do, which is fewer people going into hospital, fewer people dying. 
Um, and so the Trudeau government's doing a victory lap right now, saying we're about to pass the United States in uh, the number of vaccine doses. Um, only if you look at, as one doctor put it, the, only the first half of the test. Uh, we're about to surpass you in first doses. But while you guys are closing in on about 45 percent of your adult population having both mm-hmm. doses, right. uh, we're at 3.5 percent. <laughs> so, uh, so that's pretty amazing. Well, three, per, you know, three <laughs> percent of your population, because you are far more populated than the United States. Oh, so, man. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah, so uh, we're, we're getting some, but we're still behind you guys. All right. Um, so we're having a problem now. Our CDC has come out and said, you uh, got you got to take off the mask, you know, uh, Texas just said no masks, no masks. Uh, in fact, just passed legislation that said no masks in the fall for schools. Don't even talk about it. Um, and some places like uh, New York, and I fear Canada is going to be like this. They don't want to get rid of the masks. They, they feel naked without them. Well, I think it was the Atlantic was the first place I saw a story like this. The liberals that won't give up on COVID restrictions, you know, and the New York Times had a piece the other day about a guy who wears a KN95 mask, followed by a cloth mask on top of it, then goggles. And he does this even though he's had COVID and has been double vaccinated. And he it's told a, the Times that he, he's going to do it for the next five years. Just yeah, until it's a mental disorder. It's a mental disorder. I, I would agree. And look, I'm I'm on the side of freedom. If you want or feel like you need to wear a mask and some people sure. are more susceptible to disease than others, then go ahead. We've never really had the, the mandate to wear a mask outdoors up here. Um, so I know some places in the States have gone that route. We haven't done that. Some people still do. That's fine. You do your thing. I think that's weird, but I don't wear a mask outdoors. And I wear them where I have to. So common areas of the condo building I'm in, you know, a lot of stores you go into, you, well, pretty much all of them, you've got to wear a mask. I don't want to cause the store clerks so headaches. Um, when, so, when, but when, when the snow melts up in Canada around August 15th <laughs> uh, and before it snows again, like August 17th or 18th, um, it, aren't you going to see population going outside and not wearing masks? Because that's what happens here. We'll go outside and some people are still alone walking their dog wearing a mask, but they're weirdos. Uh, Most people are just going out and enjoying it. They are. And I do want to point out that I am currently further south of where you grew up, Glenn Beck. Are you really? And you're in Canada? That's not possible. Your your map is wrong. Your home state of Washington (laughs) is north of where I am. North. You are sadly mistaken. You're sadly Uh, mistaken. That's a straight line across. Uh, Uh, Look, I I go out walking the dog and do not wear a mask. It's probably about fifty-fifty, and I think as the weather gets warmer, we're you know, approaching into the low 70s today, uh, I mm. think you're going to see less and less. You know, there's a park just down the street from me, and, you know, we're not supposed to mix outside a household. I don't know. When I see these people all young and uh, they're outdoors having a few brown pops and a meal, uh, I'm guessing they're not from the same household. So, um, Brian, 
do you think the government is i mean these arrests of these pastors i'm sure some of them you know are trying to make a name for themselves others i think are are honest in their belief that they need to continue to have services um is is the government hostile towards religion because it's it's always seemed that canada was kind of lean in that way uh is that what's happening well a lot of it comes down to the local government because uh, you know, enforcement of these sorts of things, like you guys, we've got the three levels. We've got the federal, state, we've got provincial, and then you've got the local municipality. And and so in some cases, like there's a, a church that was doing drive-in services, and they were trying to comply. They put up a, they, they bought a, a specific PA system that would transmit on a local radio frequency. So you drove in and you know, you got one of those radio signals that you'd hate to be on that mm-hmm. station, 90.1 right. or whatever. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. No one will find your radio station, but you can find the pastor. And the cars were spaced six feet apart, and the windows had to be up. Those guys were still being harassed. And so I think people like that, I think it was the Church of God in Elmer, Ontario, that guy's just getting harassed by local police and local officials. And there was a backlash against that, and they backed off. Then there's others, like there's a pastor in Calgary. You probably saw his viral video on Good Friday. The cop showed up, and mm-hmm. he's a Polish immigrant who lived under communism, and he let rip and was screaming at them. Arthur Powalski's his name, and I've interviewed him before, and he's kind of halfway in the middle. Halfway, he's sometimes persecuted. Half time, he's looking for the fight. In that instance... Well, but if you... But, in, but hang on just a second. I give him more latitude because he's lived under it. So he's very sensitive to right. In that instance, he was completely right. Other times he knows he's going out to provoke things. Uh, And so it really, it really just depends. And, and often it depends on, on the local officials. Most of the, the churches have like, I, I I'm across the street from a big Catholic church and just down the street from a, an evangelical Hillsong uh, church. Mm-hmm. Both of them, before the government said anything, had already pivoted to online streaming services. You know, join us at this time. And as cases and, you know, how transmissible it was, you know, the R factor and all of that, as those things have gone up and down, they've either opened up for a bit with restrictions, closed down again, you know, a lot of the churches are interested. They, they want to keep their congregation safe. Sure. And so they're, they're, they're trying to work. So it really is a mix. What's weird is that in Alberta, where we seem to be having most of the trouble, the guy running the province is uh, a very religious guy. But there's also, I guess, the local officials may not be. So there's a, there's a mm. lot of weird things going on. Right. Canada is a bit less religious-oriented than the U.S. You can definitely say that, though. Real, real quick, because uh, I've got a, only about a minute for you to answer this, if you can. Uh, we just had in the American Medical Association, they are planning now, and I'm quoting, to embed racial justice into the medical profession. Terrifying. Oh, we man. have critical race theory uh, in our schools. Are you getting all that crap as well? It, we are literally importing it from your radicals and the spelling will be different so we can tell it's american and some of the things that they talk about 
it, it hasn't even happened in this country, but they'll just import everything and they don't even check it. Why? Because it, it's not actually about dealing with racism or issues in that effect. It's about being woke. It's about um, being on the right side of the political left. I never thought we would be exporting hate, and uh, and now we are. I apologize for uh, for what our country is appearing to be. Um, thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. Uh, Brian uh, Brian Lilly is a uh, commentator and a columnist for the Toronto Sun, and you can find him at torontosun.com. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. You need to prepare yourself, and gold is, I think, the best way. Gold and silver. The, the money you have in the bank is going to be, become worthless. It will become worth less and less and less until it's worthless. And then they will they'll offer you a bargain and say, we'll take it off your hands for 50 cents on the dollar. And you can have this new U.S. currency. I know this sounds crazy, but that is what is coming. Gold has a set price. Gold goes and it's going to go up as the dollar goes down. It always does. Now, I collect, collect. It's an antique collection of coins. So I don't just have it for gold. I have it as a collection of antique coins. And you can, too. I want you to uh, call uh, Goldline now. The first 75 qualifying orders placed this week are also going to get uh, the crisis preparedness handbook. This is a book that I think all of them are so overwhelming. And I was talking about this book a couple of uh, weeks ago, Goldline heard, and they bought up a bunch of the books. And so they're giving away to qualified buyers. If you buy something this week, you're going to get one of these books. It breaks down how to prepare yourself in a very easy way. It's like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It doesn't overwhelm you. It's a great book. Um, and they're giving them away for free this week. Find out uh, about how gold and silver can protect you and your family by calling 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. On tomorrow's broadcast, it's Good News Friday. We've got a lot of people that I want to introduce you to that are doing things all across the country uh, that you might want to join in on, uh, standing against this crazy culture. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm kind of torn on is the January 6th commission. I would never have voted for it. I don't think any self-respecting Republican could vote for this thing. Um, to happen because then you're part of the problem because it's not an honest search on what's going on. Uh, any search to just look at January 6th and not tie it in also to the world that we are seeing unfold in our cities is laughable. Um, but I, for one, I think, Stu, you would agree with, w- agree with me. I want an honest look at violence. I want to yeah. know what happened on January 6th, but I also want to know the truth that happened all during the summer and before that. Yeah, an actual fair commission looking at both of those things would be really interesting and something that yeah. we should want. I mean, we should want the right. answers, but that's, of course, not what is going on in Washington right now.